It's time for Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group with financial advisors Kevin Corhorn, Mike Bernard, and Josh Gregory. Wise Money is brought to you by the attorneys at Ledoux, Curran, and Keene, First State Bank, Diane Bennett, and the Inspired Team at REMAX 100, and Bethel College's Adult and Graduate Studies Program. Welcome to another episode of Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group, where every week we're helping you take your next wise step in your financial life. My name is Mike Bernard, your host and one of the certified financial planners on the show. Across from me in the KFG studio, certified financial planner, Kevin Corhorn. Yeah, so how do you plan for healthcare and retirement? It's such it is such a large expense and one where the wrong decision can limit your financial freedom and financial choices in retirement. So today, we welcome back fan favorite Ted That's Foster right. to the program to discuss your options for healthcare and retirement and to help you figure out how to plan ahead for healthcare and retirement. That's right. Did you know that the Wise Money Show is on YouTube? That's right. We've got a YouTube channel. You can check out every episode, this episode right now as well, and the full bank right there on YouTube. Just search Wise Money. We're on Facebook and Twitter as well. You can reach out to us there as well, Wise Money Radio. If you have a question, we would love to hear from you. In fact, today's show is launched off of actually several questions we've been getting from people about, hey, what what are my options with healthcare and retirement, and how in the world do I plan for that? So you can reach out to us, give us a call, send us a text, 574-222-2000. That's 574-222-2000. You can find us online, wisemoneyradio.com. All right, so I've been, I was talking to some friends recently, and, and they said, hey, we're looking to retire next year. And I started talking to them about all these seemingly disconnected parts of their financial life that you actually need to tie together in order to determine if you're ready to retire. And and as I was sharing that with them, their eyes got really big because they hadn't really heard that before, but they got it. And she she interrupted me kind of as I was landing that plane and she said, yeah, but what about health insurance and healthcare? That's such a big expense. You can't really plan for that, can you? And I just kind of chuckled and started sharing some of the, what I would consider the biggest financial choice, one of the biggest financial choices you've got to make in your entire life, and that's what to do with health insurance. And I started sharing some of the education that our own Ted Foster has educated me on in the past, and it was very helpful to them, and that's what we plan to do today on the Wise Money Show. So Ted Foster is joining us. Glad to be with you again, Ted. Uh, He is a health insurance expert on the KFG team. He's been doing health insurance nothing but for about 30-some years, so he's seen just about just about everything. No, no jokes there, Kevin. So we're glad to have him back on no, the show. He's not, he's, uh, he's nothing sh- funny about that. Mike. <laughs> he shared about uh, Medicare with us in the past, but we're specifically going to talk about different scenarios and how to get ready and plan for health insurance and retirement. So, Ted, very first one, plain vanilla. Let's assume a couple is planning on retiring right at age sixty-five. They're both born on the same day. They're both turning sixty-five the same day, and they're getting ready to retire at age sixty-five. What are their options for health insurance? Well, at about 60 days in advance, they'll want to sign up for Medicare uh, at the Social Security office. They can do it online or they can, they can go in and sign up. Uh, if they're drawing their Social Security income, then they will just hold the Part B cost out of their, out of their Social Security income. Uh, the standard rate for that is $134 per month this year. 
if they're not drawing Social Security income, then they will get billed on a quarterly basis. So it'll be 134 times three, and the, uh, they'll bill them every quarter for that, and that's okay. per, per person. Uh, so then you get your Medicare, and you turn 65, and your coverage will start typically the first of the month of your birthday month. Uh, the exception to that is if you happen to be born in the first of the month, they start you a full month early. Uh, but other than that, it'll, it'll usually start in the first of the month of your birth. Uh, so you will need to have your Medicare A and B, and then you have decisions to make. You'll need to get either a Medicare supplement and a prescription drug card to go along with that, which is called Medicare D. Uh, so you'd have A, B, D, and a Medicare supplement. Or you would have A, B, and C. The C is a Medicare Advantage plan. Don't let Ted's cool demeanor and smooth voice confuse you. He said he said that's a decision, and he said it kind of very very lightly. That is an enormous decision, one where I've I don't know Kevin and I even were just talking about this before the show of people that bump up against that decision and haven't haven't thought through all the implications and don't understand it completely, and they just kind of make a choice and, and believe it or not. A lot of it based on well what their friends are doing, right? People talk to each other and they say, "Hey, I've got this this health insurance thing with Medicare, and I'm paying a hundred and thirty dollars a month for it." And that that's also real close to what the Medicare B premium is. But they they have a supplement, and their friends, uh, their friend or their friends say, "Well, wait a minute." We're pay, We're only. You know. We're paying twenty nine dollars or nineteen ninety five a month. Why are you paying so much? You must have gotten a bad deal. And because it's the same, we've talked about this before, Ted. Because oh. it's they've done a terrible job naming these things. You think, well, wait, my Medicare is costing one hundred and sixty dollars a month, and your Medicare is costing twenty dollars a month. I'm getting ripped off here. There's a and, and that I'm going to go back to I'm going to push back to Ted and then say all right so so start uh, sharing explaining the difference to us because one is traditional I would call it traditional Medicare A B D and a supplement and the other yeah you've got A and you're paying for B but then it's advanced it's part C and and their their cost and their coverage is very different so can you share a little bit of those differences maybe in cost and coverage Ted between the two. I can try. All right. <laughs> so, so a Medicare supplement, traditional supplement, and let's take the simple route first. Well, if you choose a Plan F, probably wouldn't recommend an F right now because they're going to stop issuing those in 2020, and I'm afraid what the rates will do, but they're easy to explain. Okay. So the copay or the deductible is zero. The supplement will pay the Part A deductible. It'll pay the Part B deductible, pay the 20% that Part B doesn't pay, and any excess cost. So you can easily manage how much am I going to have to pay at the doctor if I go into the hospital. Almost it's nothing. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. You're paying more in your premium, though. Correct. What's a typical... Um, so you, you said... So Part A is at no additional cost. I usually right. say free, but you, we've been paying for it all along. Absolutely. So that's your hospital care. It's no additional cost. Yep. Part B is your doctor visits. That's 134 mm-hmm. per person per month as long as your income is below a certain level. Yep. Watch out for that surprise. That's why you need planning. And yes. then Part D is how much? 
the average is $34. Okay. So usually less, but the average is 34 All right. So then- And D is my drug. D is this the only one that makes sense, D for yeah, drug. That's correct. And then, so, so the supplement, and you, this example, Plan F, which would really cover everything soup to nuts, is approximately how much? At age 65, about 125 Okay. Somewhere in there. Okay. So all in- you're looking at somewhere about, t- about two sixty five. Yes, just just below three hundred a month per mm-hmm. person. Okay, but then when you use the insurance, because you got the comprehensive supplement plan, there's really no out of pocket. You're paying that amount per month for premium, but really nothing else. Not much else. Not much else at all. Okay, so contrast that to going the Advantage route. Yeah. So a Medicare Advantage plan is you opt out of Medicare and you choose a plan directly from an insurance company. So much like we've done our entire life, we have a plan that's issued by one of the co- one of the many companies that offer these, and the costs are con- the premium. I'll say not the cost, but the premium is significantly lower. Uh, there are plans out there that have a zero dollar premium, mm-hmm. and so you say, well, that was one hundred and twenty five plus thirty four. This is zero. It must. It, gee, this is a better deal, and that's what you were saying, Kevin. Uh, it's just not a better deal. It's a different deal. It's so you need to know exactly what am I looking at for cost? How am I going to manage these claims when they arrive? Because I'm going to owe people money. Be- because when you use the insurance under an advantage plan, you are going to pay copays. You're going to pay deductibles. There's going to be more cost as you use the insurance. Much more cost. Uh, most of those plans have an in-network uh, out-of-pocket limit of about $6,000 and an in-and-out-of-network of about $10,000. Mm-hmm. Those vary company by company, but it's about like that. So you're going to go to the doctor, you're going to have a copay. You go to a specialist, you have a bigger copay. You go into the hospital for th- three or four days, you're going to pay 295 per day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, most of the plans are up to six days. So you'll have a, a, a fair amount of bills in in. The, the one thing I talk to people about always is this, the simplicity of how am I going to manage this thing as I, as I retire, I'm retired, I've been sick, now I've got a bunch of bills. Uh, how am I going to manage this? So yeah. that's an issue. So plus another issue, so what should you do? How do you manage it as you get older? And then uh, what if you retire before you turn age 65? What do you do there? So we, there's, we've got a lot more to hit here coming up on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Are you ready to make the most important, possibly the most important financial decision of your life when you turn age 65? Yes, I'm talking about that big choice on what to do with Medicare. They're not all built the same. We're sharing and contrasting the option that you have. And in just a moment, we're going to dive into Ted Foster's brain and say, how do you choose? And what are the risks? What, how, how can you make changes and so on? So we are glad you're with us today. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. My name is Mike Bernard. With me in the KFG studios, Kevin Corhorn. Between us, health insurance expert, Ted Foster. Special thanks to the attorneys at Ledoux, Kern & Keene, as well as First State Bank for sponsoring the content of today's program. If you have any questions, we were just talking about, we've, we've had Ted on the show talking about Medicare in the past, and it's confusing. It is confusing. What a shame that when we need simplicity as we're approaching retirement, that they've made this thing so darn complicated. 
So if you have questions, reach out to us. We'd love to help you. You can sit down and talk to Ted individually about your own situation. Uh, reach out to us. You can do so. Call or text 574-222-2000. That's 574-222-2000. Or find us online, wisemoneyradio.com. You were going to say something, Kevin? Well, I, and I, and I hate to be a distraction, but just you were talking about our sponsors and you were talking about Ledoux, Kern, and Keene. And I had a client this past week who texted me and said, hey, I have an emergency. They were trying to get a mortgage on a big farm property, and there was a mortgage that hadn't been released from way back. And he said that I need an attorney to save my bacon this afternoon. And Mark Crenetti just came through and was awesome. So... Um, we the, the sponsor we believe in and work with the sponsors on our program and they are truly awesome. Yeah, I, I am not surprised to hear that about Mark. That's wonderful. That's yep. that's great. Rave reviews for him. Yeah, wonderful. Okay, let me recap what we've covered so far, and then we're going to get a little bit deeper. When you are turning sixty-five and making a decision about getting on Medicare, now if you're still working, we'll get we'll get to that scenario in a bit. But but and are about to get on Medicare, you've got a big choice again. As I say, one of the biggest choices you'll make in your financial life. Do you go with traditional Medicare, which is Part A, Part B? Part D and a supplement, or, and that's an enormous or with a big gap between them, or do you go with Medicare Advantage, which is A and B, but then an Advantage plan that kind of where you opt out of Medicare and you've got a private insurance company. So there's a big cost difference. Traditional Medicare, you're going to pay probably somewhere just a little less than $300 a month per person for your premium. But Medicare Advantage, what would you say? It's probably something closer to 150 all in. Yeah. So it's almost half the cost. They're not built the same, though. So, Ted, how do you decide between going with traditional Medicare, ABD, and a supplement, or going with Medicare Advantage? It's, it, it's a personal preference. We have a lot of discussions. We talk about how long, you know, how well you are, how you feel, what prescription drugs you take. Uh, we'll go through the cost and the ability to manage the claims. I have had more than one person come into my office that has a Medicare Advantage and drop a stack of paper about two inches thick and go, I cannot figure these bills out. I don't know who I owe this money to. I know I owe money, but I can't. I just can't figure it out. Mm. And it's a big job. And typically, or almost always, uh, it's going to come after you've been sick. So you're not only aging but you've been in a hospital and you've had treatment or maybe you're still having treatments and you have to manage all that. Um, there are things I like about Medicare Advantage, though. It's, it, the, it's one place for your health care, one place for your drugs. They do give you a silver sneakers membership, which I think is the worst reason in the world to buy a health plan. But, but nevertheless, but it, it helps. And, it, and, it, and, it and that has been a factor. Yeah, it is. Helps you it make is. A decision. And yep. for those of you who don't know what a silver sneakers membership is. What is that, Ted? I, that that that's where you get access to some of the. I think you can go to Beacon right. with the Silver Sneakers. Certain health clubs, right? Yeah. And and many uh, many of them. Yeah. Uh, you drive down the road and you'll see. Oh, we take Silver Sneakers, and so it's kind of a normal term. It it uh, they just people will look at that and go, well, I I want that because right. it's free. So there are some things about the Advantage plans I like. I like the low premium. If you're going to go that way, uh, certainly choose a PPO plan. Uh, there are there are HMOs or PPOs, 
and I can't say one's bad or one's better, but you really need the access to more doctors as you get older and your health gets worse. And you, It's you, just surprised me that there's still HMOs. Right. So yeah. just in the spirit of being a jargon-free zone, yeah. just a quick handle that I could put on HMO Thanks. and one a quick handle I could put on a PPO. Yeah. So so on a PPO, it's a bigger group of doctors that you can see and a, and a bigger group of hospitals. And in an HMO, it's not as much access. You know, Medicare with a Medicare supplement is pretty easy to remember. We can go to any doctor anywhere in the country that bills Medicare. Oh, that's simple. They don't have to accept it if we have a plan F or a G, anybody that bills. So you just, if you decide there's some specialist somewhere that you want to see that person, you can just go there. Okay. So. And HMO is more restrictive. There's fewer people, and it's referral system too, right? Yeah, or, still a referral system where yeah, one, one doctor, uh, you know, theoretically manages your care and sends you out to other doctors for for other things. Okay, so so you, you shared a little bit of the difference there. Um, the There are some positives about the Medicare Advantage, and I've got great friends who have selected Advantage. They're happy with them. However, it's cheaper in premium, but you're going to pay more when you use the insurance. Compare that to the traditional Medicare. And the, again, the confusing thing is when you're talking to your friends, these sound like the same thing. They're both sort of Medicare. It's just one cost more per month. There's a difference, though, in when you use it. So let me ask you this. Can I, I I'm 65, I'm young and healthy in my go-go years. I don't have any health issues. I'll take the Medicare Advantage. And then in 10 years, when I think my health, maybe I've had a health scare or two, at age 75 or close to 80, well, then I'll switch over to the more expensive one. Can I do that? Don't we wish we could? Yeah, it seems it, great. It would, it would, it actually is the exact reverse of that. Exactly. Uh, you can purchase a Medicare supplement or a Medicare Advantage at age 65, no medical questions at all, just enroll. Later, if you want to go to a Medicare Advantage plan during open enrollment, so if you chose a Medicare supplement and you want an Advantage plan, October 15th to December 7th each year, you can go to a Medicare Advantage plan, no questions asked. But if you chose a Medicare Advantage plan and you later want to go back to Medicare with a supplement, in most situations you'll have to answer a series of medical questions. So it's not the, well, I don't need homeowner's insurance because my house isn't on fire, but then you find out it's burning, let me quick call my agent. No, you, you can't. you can't do that. Cannot do that. Well, once once you realize you have a health insurance or, or a health issue, if you're on Medicare Advantage, you can't easily jump over to supplement. So okay. I can easily go from traditional Medicare A, B, D, and supplement over to Advantage, but it's basically what you call underwriting. Underwriting. So so my bet is if I'm if I'm managing risk and, and making a bet, it's it, think of your. Home and auto. If you have a high deductible, you are betting that you're not going to need your insurance. You'll take a lower, you'll take lower premiums over the long haul, betting that you're that you're not going to need it, and you're not going to have insurance be your first dollar of coverage. And so, versus having a low or no deductible plan. It's much more expensive, but with, with no deductible, I'm betting I'm going to have an accident mm-hmm. and I'm going to need to use it. So you would say the traditional is I'm betting I'm going to have health issues from the time I'm 65 as I get older. 
and having an advantage, I'm betting that I'm not going to have health issues. That's why I say this is the one of the biggest financial decisions you've got to make, and you make it at 65. And I tell people, just assume you can't change your answer. Assume you've got to make a decision at 65 and just assume that you can't change that answer because if you decide on advantage and want to go to supplement, you've got to prove that you're healthy. And at any time, the government could also just say, no, we're not going to let you do that. They could change the rules, right? At any time? They could change the rules. I doubt I, I don't, I don't see them changing that role, but mm-hmm. they could. And I don't see a lot of people who are on supplement that later in life, once they start using their insurance, would switch over to Advantage, although that can happen. That's why we're trying to educate you on what your options are. Okay, so there's a couple other things we need to hit with this specific decision. One is drug plan. I know yeah. Ted said we need to hit that. But then there's other scenarios. Some of you are thinking, I don't want to wait until 65 to retire, and I'm ready. I've done my planning. I want to retire sooner. What are my options with health insurance then? Also, what if I retire after 65? What do I do with health insurance? So a lot to hit here. Coming up on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Coming to you from the world headquarters of Corhorn Financial Group and the KFG Studios, this is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. My name is Mike Bernard. Across from me, Kevin Corhorn. Between us, health insurance expert Ted Foster. Thanks for being with us today. Also, thanks to Bethel College Adult and Graduate Studies, as well as Diane Bennett with REMAX 100. I know she's very busy right now with the housing market going the way it's going. Uh... We are talking about health insurance in this enormous decision that you need to make when you turn 65 or when you retire, which wherever that lands before 65 or after, and how it's a decision that you kind of can't go back on. Absolutely. And so so let's let's encase that that decision and, and really how it plays into your entire financial life, Kevin. Sure. Well, if you're listening, you might say, how in the world could you dedicate a whole hour of the Wise Money Show to Medicare and Medicare planning. And one of the things that- How boring. Actually inspired this is we were meeting with a client who heard about us from the radio show, and he said, hey, I watched the, the episode with Ted talking about Medicare, and I watched it twice to try and understand it. And, and it's incredibly complicated because you think your whole life you've had health insurance in some way, shape, or form a certain way. And then at 65, and I don't know uh, about how you're feeling, but just think, if I the older I get, am I getting sharper? or uh, maybe not as sharp as I used to be. And so you, you get to a point where cognitively, you may not be as sharp as you used to be, and you have to do it completely different. You used to do it one way for your whole life, and now at 65, a completely different way. So there's there's some deep thought that needs to go into this. There's there's an educational process, and it's it, it can be overwhelming. This is why, in our humble opinion, you want to work with a financial planner because people say, why financial planner? And I say, if you're going to work with a financial planner, make sure you're working one with one that is certified. Mm-hmm. So a certified financial planner is going to know uh, a little about a whole lot of subjects. Mm-hmm. And so you say, where does this fit with uh, Medicare? W- what is this? This is protection planning. There's six areas of financial planning. This di- that this ties right in to protection planning. It also ties into my budget. The yeah, fidelities. 
which is present financial position. Your present financial position. Fidelity came out and said, hey, you're going to spend $280,000 in your retirement. Are they right or wrong? I don't know. Figure out if they're right or wrong for you. You want to know the answer, and how does that fit into your budget? There are tax consequences. If, if I have my last couple of years really high income, it's possible. We've been talking about 265 bucks a month. It's possible I'm north of 500 bucks a month her spouse, if I have a liquidity event or some other things, mm-hmm. high income. So tax planning is a big deal and retirement planning. So these the Medicare planning fits. And so if you're not get, getting towards 65 and getting ready to retire, if you're already retired and you're listening to this, think about what your choices might be when it comes to open enrollment. If you're younger, you might want to uh, dial in your folks and say, hey, uh, listen to this. Listen to the podcast. Or hey, how are you coming? Do you, do you want me to go with you and sit down and talk to Ted and and get some ideas on what the best way to do this is? Yeah. So we are we are passionate. We 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 have the best job in the world in that we get to serve people. People think when they listen to the show, they think we're professional radio show. Guys, no, they don't. We think no, that's not we, true. Okay. We think Mike is. <laughs> okay. No, no. So, uh, so uh, we are not. Um, we actually do. We have a day job, and we do financial planning for a living. So we we know. Uh, a little bit about a lot of subjects. That's why we have uh, an expert who knows a lot. So you think you think on the surface this Medicare decision is a healthcare decision? No, it's a financial planning decision. Absolutely, it, it, you need to understand how it fits in your entire financial life. All right, let's go back to the big decision. Then we're going to talk about a couple of other scenarios. Big decision: You're 65. Do you go with traditional Medicare or Medicare Advantage? Traditional Medicare is A, B, D, and a supplement. Or Medicare Advantage is basically just C, okay? Um, what do you do, what, talk about the drug component of each of those, Ted. If you, if you go with a Medicare supplement, uh, A, B, and a supplement, and a D drug plan, so you've got A, you know, and, and let's just clear this up just a little bit. A is hospital, B is doctors, C are Medicare Advantage, and D are drug plans. And so you choose a Medicare supplement with a drug plan, uh, you have to spend some time and make sure you choose the right drug plan. I did one this week for a lady, and we put her drugs in specifically at Medicare.gov, and it was very inexpensive for the rest of the year, uh, under under $300 for the rest of the year. But I just showed her, we went on down to the bottom of the 24 drug companies that are available, and it was over 3,000 had she just picked that one. You're kidding. And so it's critical very critical, every, and we have to do this every year. I'll tell you another short story in a second. But you have to go in and make sure we're getting the right drug plan for the drugs you take. Now, we can change that every year during open enrollment. I had another lady come in my office this week that hasn't changed anything. And she says, you know, Ted, I didn't come see you last year in open enrollment because nothing changed. And she was correct. She did not change. Mm-hmm. She's taking the same prescriptions. Unfortunately, the drug company that she had changed and took her one of her $480 a month drugs off their formulary. You're kidding. And she had a 90-day supply, so she didn't know that until April. Oh, no. And so in April, when she went to fill it, they wanted, well, she's been filling 90 yeah. days at a time, so they wanted like $1,500. And it's too late to change. We cannot change. Because that open enrollment again, Ted, is what? October 15th to December 7th each so year. You need to have 
you you need to have a meeting with your certified financial planner where your health insurance decision is discussed and it's built into your budget and it's built into your retirement plan so we know it all works then you need to meet with your health insurance expert hopefully that health insurance expert is collaborating with your certified financial planner and i say hope very loosely they should be they should be collaborating but you're going to want to meet with your health insurance expert every year during open enrollment right and I know that makes you more busy, Ted. No, every but year. You, you've, got, you've <laughs> got to sit down and say, what's changed? And hopefully you're just shooting the breeze with Ted for 15 minutes because you're all set up. But what if? What if something like that happened to you? And, and I met with this lady, and, and she was on the edge of tears because it's, it's brutal. And she had an, they had sent her a letter. She didn't think they had, but they had, and told her they were going to drop it. But she had three other drugs in her category they wanted her to try. Her doctor didn't really want her to try those because mm. the one she has is working. But as, as a final wrap-up, he is going to try the, one of the other ones this week. Okay. Uh, I called the insurance company and said, look, we, you know, what can you do for us? And they had, they had already done appeals and lost, and they said, yeah, there's nothing you can do. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. All right, so let's let's start talking about these couple other scenarios, and it's so it's so deep. So hopefully you're tracking. But let's start skimming the surface of well, what if you retire before age 65? You're eligible for Medicare at age 65 unless you've been disabled or have um, the renal disease, right? So so let's assume you're not eligible for Medicare until 65, but you retire at 62. Yeah. What are your health insurance options? What do you do when you can't get on Medicare yet and are retired? I really would have preferred you work till 63 and a half. Uh, <laughs> but the, the number one option is COBRA. And, and everybody says, oh, I've heard about COBRA. It's so expensive. Remember this, you're buying at the average age of your employer group in most situations. And if you're in your 60s, you're on the top side of that average age by quite a bit. And so if the average age is 40, you're probably paying a 40 or 42-year-old premium. Mm -hmm. So when I, when I go out to the marketplace and look for individual plans and compare them to COBRA, many times COBRA is the less expensive option, but almost always the better option because most of those are PPOs that will let you travel for care. We only have the two carriers left in the marketplace in Indiana, and neither one of those will let you go outside of the state of Indiana for care. So, so Ted, again, in his very smooth talk, because he's a natural, he's an expert at this, he just kind of just kind of shared with you some really big stuff. All right. You have COBRA could be an option for up to 18 months if your company offers it. That's why you said retire at 63 and a half. You can go COBRA right up until Medicare. But that's one option. Even if you retire at 62, you could take COBRA for 18 months. Mm -hmm. Then you'd have something to figure out. Or instead of COBRA, or you could go to the marketplace. And that's risky right now because there are a few companies. There's not a lot of flexibility. Um, but you might be able to get some um, health care premium uh, tax credits. And so you might be able to get a reduced payment if you've done some great planning and work with a wonderful financial planner. Uh, so there might be some options there. There's one other option as well that has its own risks to it, but more and more people, as health insurance costs are rising, more and more people are looking to that. We're going to tell you what that is, as well as talk about what your options are with health insurance if you retire after 65, coming up here on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group.
This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Wise Money is brought to you by the attorneys at Ledoux, Curran, and Keene, First State Bank, Diane Bennett, and the Inspired Team at REMAX 100, and Bethel College's Adult and Graduate Studies Program. What's your Medicare strategy? Most people think, well, I'll sign up for Medicare when, I, when I'm eligible. No, there, you need to have a well-thought-out plan. That plan needs to be built into your retirement projection and built into your budget so you know exactly how it all fits and what your choices are. Oh my goodness, there's so much. We are glad you're with us. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group coming to you from the KFG studios at Corhorn Financial Group. My name is Mike Bernard. With me in the KFG studios, Kevin Corhorn and health insurance expert, Ted Foster. If you've missed anything, let me just remind you, every episode's right there on YouTube. Go to the YouTube channel. It's Wise Money Radio. Just search that. You'll see every episode as well as this one. We've had people, as they're trying to understand Medicare, they will watch that a couple times over and over and hopefully kind of distill uh, how, you know, kind of make sense of it. Every episode's also on the podcast. You can find us, subscribe to it on iTunes and Google Play. You'll need to search Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group online, wisemoneyradio.com, and call or text 574-222-2000. If you have any questions for the show or you have any questions personally, need to sit down and review this for your own situation, Ted's happy to help. We're happy to help. All right. We're talking about different scenarios and how you plan for health insurance in that case. We've switched to the scenario of you're not yet 65. You're not yet eligible for Medicare. What are your health insurance options? We like COBRA. If your company offers it, it will be expensive. So again, you need to build this into your budget in your retirement plan. Second is you might be able to get a good plan maybe on Affordable Care Act on the marketplace. And those are especially, could be especially beneficial if you get premium tax credits, do some great tax planning. There's a third option though too, Ted, right? Yeah. uh, There's several different uh, Christian ministry associations that offer coverage. Uh, at a very reasonable price, uh, they're different. It's not health insurance. It's a it's a group of Christians sharing their burden. It, it they work very well. Uh, they can work very well. They can. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. They you have to understand them. They're some are more complicated than others, but they're not they're not your typical health insurance. So you have to have a better handle on what it is, what it's going to do for me in the fu- in my time from now to 65, because remember, we're trying to bridge a gap here. Yep. Uh, currently, this year, we still have to pay penalties, so they are, avoid the penalty for not having uh, coverage under the Obamacare. This year, we still have to pay penalties? Yeah, still penalties this year. For 2018? Yeah. Okay. We, we believe that's over. This, we okay. think this is the last one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, but but most of the Christian share plan should have they'll avoid the penalty. Yes. But I I'm going to go back to what you said. It's it's really not health insurance. Nope. It's a group of of Christians that have a shared belief. You even have to sign off on that belief, right? Yes. Yep. So be aware of that. And then say you have a claim. Yeah. Do you get? Do you does the does the, your share plan pay all of it? Do you have to pay all of it, and then you're immediately 100% reimbursed? Or how to just just very quickly what? It's a good question. The experience. There are, each company has their own method, but I'll, I'll share one method with you that I'm very familiar with. Yeah. Uh, and that is that you are a private pay person as far as the doctor is concerned, and they bill you. You pay them and wait five months for your money to come in. Mm. Uh, if it's a big claim, you would have to make a payment arrangement that would keep the doctor or the hospital happy until five months later when your money comes in. 
minus whatever deductible you chose on the plan you have. Got it. So it's not just a very quick, seamless, you're going to have to cover, likely cover for a while. Yeah, you got to work on it. Yeah, got it. And can I do an HSA along with my CCM plan? Not that I'm aware of. Right. right. Which is also something we were talking about, just normal Medicare at 65. Yeah, no HSA then either. Mm-hmm. And that is very confusing. I had a very mm-hmm. confusing situation with someone who got on Medicare a year and a half ago and said I made an HSA contribution to help with my taxes. And it was like, oh, no, you, you can't do that. can't do that. So, okay. So your options, if you're retiring below be, before 65, COBRA, a uh, Affordable Care Act, or maybe a Christian share plan, that has to all be built in your retirement plan your retirement projection. Can you retire before 65? The big question is health insurance. And this is this is why I, one of the reasons why I despise online calculators for retirement is you have, you, those, those aren't options to build that in. Yet that could be several thousand dollars a year of strain on your retirement. And for a lot of people, it can work, work just fine, but you need to know, you need to have that clarity and know where that money's coming from. All right, now let's flip, let's flip that script. You are uh, working past 65. Say you're going to work until 68 or 70. What do you do with health insurance then? Okay. <coughs> so you're, I'll make a couple assumptions. You're on a group health plan, and that's how you're getting your care. Yep. You're still working after 65, and it covers you and your spouse. Uh, you are probably in a, an employer with more than 20 employees. If that's the case, you do not need to purchase Part B. Mm-hmm. Under 20, you probably will need to purchase Part B just like you didn't have a group health plan. Okay, okay. That's, that's kind of the break off of who's primary, either Medicare or the group plan. And okay. Up to 20, uh, Medicare is primary, and after that, the group is primary, so it's just a difference. Uh, you still have an – you may, because your company may only offer an HSA – uh, in you, if you're in Mar- Medicare Part A, you can't make your contribution, as yeah. you just mentioned. But you need to look at this, and I will tell you, almost no one knows this or looks at this, and then they get penalized later. If you have a, a most HSAs have a drug plan attached to them that is not quote creditable. If you are over 65 and do not have a creditable drug coverage, you need to buy one. Whoa! And hardly anybody knows that, and and then they come on, they retire later, and they go, "Why am I getting penalized for Part B for Part or D, D, D. For, yeah. my, for my drug plan wow. for the rest of my life?" I was on a drug plan, so the employer is supposed to give you a letter once a year that says your drug plan is or is not creditable. Many employers don't do that. Some do, some don't. Uh, but you need to know that. So if you think you have a high deductible health plan. We need to find out if your drug plan is credible while you're still on it, so you don't have that penalty come along later. Mm-hmm. Uh, and since you're not making HSA contributions, you can have a better drug plan to go along with your group plan. Interesting. And have a good drug plan. So keep that in mind. Mm. Uh, okay. that, yeah. So, so <laughs> likely, if you still have group coverage and at an employer with more than 20 employees, you're likely, well, getting Part A. Although you could opt out. I was hoping you'd say that. And <laughs> and then you'll stay on your group health plan until you retire and then slide over and make that big decision of traditional Medicare or Advantage. Talk about whether you should opt out of A 
if you're still working at 65. In my opinion, if you have an HSA available, yes. You should opt out yeah. so that you can still make your HSA contribution. Yep. You've got to understand that. Mm-hmm. You have to understand that because that takes a little effort. you yep. got to get to the Social Security and there's a form that you fill out and you can opt out of A. They wouldn't let us do it for a few years. Then they came back and are allowing that again. So if, our, if any of your listeners are saying, wait a minute, I tried this a few years ago and I couldn't, mm-hmm. uh, that's back. So that's a, that's a good strategy. Okay, so so Kevin, quickly share the scenario we were talking about where someone where the spouses are not the same age and and what you do there. Yeah, well, I mean that is uh, the big question is when he's sixty five and she's sixty, mm-hmm. and he they're ready to retire, and they say, okay, I'm gonna. Uh, so he's going on Medicare. What is she going to do? We know that. Let's just. Um, Assume that she she was working, so she's got access to COBRA, so she can go from 60 to 61 and a half. Mm-hmm. The the my experience with COBRA, as you were saying, it's it's expensive. It's I've seen it's ridiculously expensive. You know what? It's it's really not. It's just <laughs> the company was paying for a lot, a, a big chunk of it. Right. And so your your eyes are finally open to how much is the company has how much has the company been paying? Well, and it, so it's interesting because I I've seen the scenario where he says, "Okay, well, I'm going to I'm going to draw my social security and basically his whole check is going to pay for the cobra piece." Yeah, yeah. And so it, so you have to do Planning. planning. You just have to plan. In that scenario. Yep. So, it, it, actually, the scenario is just like the ones, it's a combination of the two we previously discussed. That's you're, right. You're over 65, you go on Medicare, she's under, she either goes COBRA or she goes to ACA or a, a Christian ministry plan. You need ACA a, is Obamacare. You need a financial plan. This needs to be built into your financial plan, and you need to have a health insurance expert working with you and your certified financial planner. And what I heard, you need to meet with that health insurance expert before 65 even if you're still planning on working after 65 you need to sit down with them and talk to them what's the strategy here that is all the time we have for today if you missed anything check out the youtube channel on behalf of kevin corhorn myself and special guest ted foster we'll see you next weekend for wise money with corhorn financial group Securities offered through Silver Oak Securities, member FINRA slash SIPC. Advisory services offered through KFG Wealth Management, LLC. Doing business as Corhorn Financial Group. KFG Wealth Management, LLC and Silver Oak Securities Incorporated companies are unaffiliated.